one two one two you got your just one two one two beefcake that noise at the start was incredible it's like a little duck thing Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Aff. It's a Christmas. It's not special. I've not done anything special for Christmas, but I've put a really ugly sweater on. Um, how are you, Richard? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Just cold in here. Got the little heater going. It's freezing cold. Just put Arthur in the car to go to a. Uh, he's going to a mid a morning rave off his head on pills. Um, yeah. None of that's true, but I did put him in the car. And uh, he's driving somewhere. I haven't just put him in the boot. And he's not driving. I don't know where I'm going with this. So I'm all right. I am. Um... Yeah, I'm. I look a mess because um, Ophie's got some sickness bug, so she was just vomiting in the night, and so sleep didn't happen. So that was ugly. But I'm in. Um, yeah, I'm in my mum's because we're down on the Isle of Wight. I'm in my mum's spare room, back bedroom, which is like a storage room, right? So she's. It's not necessarily sort of top studio quality, right? Um, but you might like this. I like this. What is this? Well, that. Just oh. masks the Paxo and stuff. You know what I mean? I wasn't right. expecting that. That was like, it's, it's like blankety blank. Or so like, there we go. Yeah. But what gets better is I couldn't get the, uh, the mic was too too far down. It was too low and it wasn't picking up great. So, uh, backs the soup. <laughs> Holding up the mic. I mean, it's always the same, isn't it? Yeah, no matter how much like kit job. you have, you always have to find something around the house to try and kind of make it work. Yeah. Yeah, total black job. Absolutely. Haters will say it's unprofessional. Others will say it's industrious. I mean, it's, it is what it is to you, I suppose. It is, yeah, and it's a, uh, yeah, it's the effort we're making, um, guys. So yeah, what's the, let's unload the dishwasher. Let's uh, the dishwasher does need unloading. Um, Head over to supremecbd.uk and use the code WTAF. You get 40% off everything in the shop. There you go. There you go, your CBD. Okay, so let's dive into these what-afs. Um, yeah, we didn't do one last week, obviously, because um, we you, you've obviously been through some family um, situations. I don't know how to put it. Um, and we're all thinking of you. Um, but this week we have got some very funny what-afs for your Christmas festive smiles. The world's just bonkers, actually. And so I'll start off with one because it's not, it's just this personal one because they're fucking life's mad. So Gemma, my wife, her um, parents' house sometimes gets flooded, right? So they've got these flood defences that get put up. Right? <laughs> that straight away isn't normal, but yeah, carry on. But they go, they go across the, the driveway, right? And they're about two foot high, I'd say, <laughs> right? But you, they only get put up when it's raining or there's floods starting and the drains are failing or whatever, obviously just whack them up and that protect the house. Steve, um, Gemma's dad, don't trust that. He wants them up constantly, right? He's like and Noah. I, I've, yeah, and I forgot. So I've, we've we've driven down from Derbyshire to the Isle of Wight. We've gone in, seen the family. Um, they've got a box of toys for us because we didn't bring a load of toys down. So they'd give us a box of toys that were, you know, the cousins and stuff like that. So we can just bring it back to my mum's house where we're staying. And, you know, the girls have got toys to play with. So I'm walking along with this big box, right? Dush, dush, dush. And honestly, obviously I've hit it. 
but I've just gone like that because of the height. It's not like a trip. You know, if it was like half a foot high or even a foot high, you trip. You could maybe stumble, try and regain a bit. But yeah. because it's about two foot high, it's literally boom, douche. And I've gone. I've got some gravel in my hand, right? I've cut, I've cut that hand and all. Oh, dropped the mic. Right, during it, obviously, I've bitten my salivary gland. So, you know, so I've gone, ooh. So that's inflamed. Right in here, honestly, I feel like a squirrel. What a mess! Did you go in the toy box? No, that got destroyed basically. <laughs> so then we we get back here and and the girls start, start pulling out sort of different toys. There's a sort of random arrangement of stuff in there, and then suddenly I spot there's um some little fragments of purple. I was thinking, what's that? I was like this fairy princess castle thing that smashed. <laughs> he took that out. So I had to take all these little sharp pieces of plastic. Sorry, girls, give me a minute. I've broken that. Um, and oh, yeah, and, I, and I've caught my finger as well. So I've got an infection in my finger here. Yeah. It's got some stuff in it. And ah, uh, what a mess. Right old day. Yeah, yeah I don't know how you stuff. do it. I really don't know how you walked up Snowden. Like, you, for someone who, who does a lot of walking everywhere, like, you managed to hurt yourself quite a lot and still be with us. People. I have to say, climbing Snowden and going on my regular sort of walks, people don't tend to put flood defences <laughs> in front of me as I'm walking and not looking because I've got a box like that. Yeah, to be fair, although I'm I'm five foot five, give it. Yeah, let's do that. Well, five foot five, you could accidentally trip over me up on the way up Snowden, I suppose, and go, oh, save a tit. I didn't it might up. happen one day. I couldn't get all the way up. Maybe one day. That was horrible, that was. I was... um. I was sulking though. I was really annoyed because you know stuff stuff's shite at the moment. Just anyway. had enough. And yeah. then that's happened. And so we came back here, went to bed. I was like, I'm getting early night. I'm fed up with the world. And um, <laughs> so I was sleeping in with Laura and Gemma's in with Ophi, and we're, we're we're swapping each night because Laura sleeps through the night, right? And Ophi doesn't, so it's only fair that we swap. So we woke up in the morning, still a bit grumpy, but I thought, oh, you know, I'll try and make conversation. And I said, I said to Laura, I said, do you know the What's the capital of England? Right. Thinking, you know, just test her. And she went, E. Right. Incredible. It's true. I, I, you could, you're right. <laughs> and so there's nothing I can say. Did you just or, go back to bed? I just went, I laughed and went, correct. Because <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't want to go, no, no, what I meant was. Yeah. No, it's like, no, he is the capital of England. <laughs> Nailed it. You do that a lot as a dad, like, and uh, don't you? You go like they answer a question, and you go, "I know you're not quite right, but I don't. I know I'm not going to leave it because it's not, you know. You're happy. Yeah, and you're right. You can have it. That's fine. Like if this was <laughs> this was countdown, you could you have know, it. You, well, not really, because well, no. it's a totally different game. Doesn't work like that, does it? Well, like, any got Rachel show Wiley on it. Works, as well, the answer is is accurate, isn't it? Yeah. But but yeah. But I, I'm, I was the same with correcting things. So for a couple of years, Law said Strawbelly and Yukonon. I think we spoke about this. Yukonon, yeah, I and remember that. Together instead of together. And I'm like, I can't correct that. It's cute, isn't it? Because it's too yeah. cute, yeah. Yeah, there's something that Arthur says. I'll remember it later that, that it doesn't sound like I did like it, but it's really, really funny. Drug um, stash. Drug stash. <laughs> Mum's drug stash. That's it. It's not Mum's drug stash. It's our drug stash. <laughs> Correction, right? Okay, bummed in the Senate is my first Mate, one. Mate, that was my one as well. Oh, I mean, how could we not cover that? 
I mean, you will give our both our takes on it. Let's do that. Bumdenomics. Bumdenomics. <laughs> Bummed in the Senate, maybe, laugh. Bumdenomics are all good. How do you get... I mean, we know that Capitoline Hill is a satanic kind of recreation, literally like a... As a, a what do they call it? Uh, the, what do you have at Christmas? What's one of those uh, Christmas plays called? You've gone all funny. There you go, you're back. You look like you're having a So I'm, I'm, I'm plodding along. <laughs> right, I'll cut this bit out. So, uh, yeah, Christmas, it's like one of these uh, little Christmas plays you have at school. Um, they've kind of recreated uh, a satanic uh, cult on the top of a hill, Capitoline Hill from Rome. So that's Capitol Hill now. So this is Senate staffer loses job after allegedly, there's film of it apparently, I haven't seen it. There's um, no allegedly about it. <laughs> allegedly having sex in the... Hearing room. That's the first time I've ever heard it subscribe, uh, described as a hearing room. Um, video surfed in which Aidan Mace, I'm going to butcher this, but who cares, Zorowski was allegedly having sex in the judiciary hearing room, which is like bum hole. And, um... he, was getting a, he was getting battered. <laughs> he was taking a jolly good rogering. In the Senate. In the a Senate. Senate, Senate staffer accused of filming himself. I love that. It wasn't a security camera, though. Having sex in a congressional hearing room is threatening legal action after getting fired. How do you... How do you... You, just, <laughs> you can't you keep, fire me. You just keep your head down, yeah. <laughs> I think. Literally. I mean, why... Why film it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Why, why would you... What's the point? I don't know. You're, you're asking for trouble, son. <laughs> I don't know. Or was it uploaded to the internet? I don't know. The explicit footage, so he's been filmed being bummed in the Senate, and published by the Daily Caller on Friday, shows two men having sex in what appears to be Heart 216. It's not a radio station. Um, the judi- Judiciary Room. <laughs> Aiden... very samey sounding radio station. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> coming in your ears. Aidan Mace-Zorowski... A legislative aide for Senate Ben Cardin of Maryland, sounds gay, um, was widely named on social media as one of the men in the footage. He was the one standing at the front. Cardin's office um, told Politico that Aidan Mace, that guy, is no longer employed by the US Senate. I've done worse. Capitol Police said that they were aware of the matter and were looking into it. <laughs> Literally. While well, masturbating furiously. <laughs> You've been looking into that for quite some time. You I mean, have, how... yeah. Well, there's a box of tissues there. You've really been looking into it, haven't you, son? They, he looks just like this Aiden guy. Looks, He looks like, um, oh, God, what's his face? Bud Light guy. Dylan. Yeah, he does. They've got yeah. a similar sort of vibe about him. Yeah, a bummy vibe. Similar energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you got written about it? Like, what was your take on that? And how do you... It was I didn't it a... say anything, mate. <laughs> was it like a, like a humiliation ritual, do you think? Um... I don't know. I'll be honest. I just laughed because in the same way that I would have laughed if it was anyone doing it, because to me, it was just funny just because that the U S government is just such a shambles and Biden's administration is such a shambles. And the fact that they came to power, well, you know, through certain means, I'm sure of voting machines, but they, they came to power on a ticket of, you know, basically, Trump was all drama and chaos and and embarrassing the nation, so we'll sort it out. <laughs> and then you've got Biden turning around and talking to people that aren't there and falling up the stairs on the regular, and 
his staff has taken a damn good smashing and then putting it on the internet. It's just funny, isn't it? It's just meant to be like the um, the most the leading nation of the planet. It's the best we have to offer. Um, the room carries significant historical distinctions. It hosted the 9-11 Commission hearings and James Comey, the former FBI, FBI director, gave his testimony on Donald Trump there in 2007. So that was the room that, that gave that testimony on. He got bummed in that room. The then Senate Majority Leader Tom Dishkull received... And so it's still not the worst thing to ever happen in that room then? No, absolutely not. He received an anthrax-laced letter there in October 2001, just after the... So he got a letter. Don't go in the room. Why? Because there's a few things happened in there and it seems to be... It might be cursed. I'm not... I'm not... I'm putting it out there. Because there's a bit of what happened. Go on, just tell me what happened in that room. Like, like, go on. Uh, anthrax letter... Um, Donald Trump, um, 9-11 commission hearings, a lot of lying going on, covering up for Zionists, and uh, someone got bummed. What? Well, they would definitely be taking people around there as a tour. You, you would almost say, like you can with the House of Commons, you'd almost, in, in England, you'd almost certainly be able to get a tour of that room. You could just imagine everyone, a, a load of Chinese or Japanese tourists walking around, all with the same coloured baseball cap. And in this room, <laughs> they just reel all the stuff. Yeah, but what we're going to do, we, we have we have a recreation, so I like the idea of that. So you, what's your name? Yeah, okay, can't actually pronounce that. Um, we'll call you, you Mary. We'll call you Mary. You sit there and you, 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 you know, you pretend to be the 9-11 hearing commissioner, blah, blah, and they recreate stuff. Um, right, now this one's going to be interesting. Yeah, Kong, um, well, I'll call you, uh, I'll call you David, um... And I'll, uh, I want to call you Aiden. <laughs> call you Aiden. I want to call you um, Juvenile. Uh, right, Juvenile. You stand behind Aiden, and um, yep. and just thrust, thrust, and uh, but tell us off for watching. There you go. There you go. Done. Done. So that was the first WhatsApp or second WhatsApp of the day, and someone got bummed in the Senate. Like, oh, just this planet is. Um, the next one I had is completely unrelated to that. Um, but so so I might go to a different one, um, because it's kind of I, I guess sort of sexual-ish. So I I read this um headline right, and the first thing it made me think of, which is probably quite odd, is David Bowie because of the way he used to write lyrics. Like apparently, so they say, David Bowie basically used to write a series of lines down and then would rearrange those lines in a kind of mishmash of a way. So there was almost like quite a bonkers sort of way of writing those lyrics, right? So I'll describe the photo. You've got basically what looks like a smackhead who would probably be a bit part character in Shameless, um, <laughs> but with purple hair, right? Yeah. He's got stubble. He looks like a mank. He's a ge- he's, he's, It's a geezer, right? Transgender woman, 45. So bear in mind, imagine this is David Bowie lyrics. So yeah, have you seen these un- unseen David Bowie lyrics we we've, we've, we've found in a, in a safety deposit box? Oh shit, let's read them. Transgender woman, 45, who dumped soiled adult nappies at children's nurseries, stole a roll of clinical waste bags from local businesses and hid inside a bin appears in court. Again? I want to hear the verse. Transgender woman, 45, who dumped soiled adult nappies at children's nurseries, stole a roll of clinical waste bags from local business and hid inside a bin, appears in court. 
Did he hit it? Oh, no. It sounds on, like he got the in the bin and then just like, magically appeared in the court like it was some sort of like time machine. There's just there's just so much to unpack. Go on. Because I'm looking at I'm looking transgender woman and I'm looking at a photo of him yeah. and I'm thinking, right, you, you're not even trying. Head on. And then I'm looking at 45 and I'm thinking, right, this fucker's paper round was in fucking Beirut because <laughs> he has aged like a pear. And then it's who dumped soiled adult nappies at children's nurseries. Specific. S- adult nappies. Stole a roll of clinical waste bags from local business. I'm less bothered about that crime. No, I'm less bothered about that crime. I and you know what? It, it's funny because, I mean, I like the way it's the Daily Mail. I like the way the Daily Mail have gone with the, with the most fucked up crime first and then worked their way down. Mm-hmm. See, for me, I'd have gone the other way. So if I've got a, if I've got a roast dinner, I'll start with a bit I like the least, and I'll end on the meat. Oh Bosh. really? That's that's very I, controlled. Sort of people, but they've gone they've gone hard pretty early with dumping sold adult nappies at children's nurseries. That's that they've gone hard straight away. Bosh, right? Well, you've got my attention. And if he's done that, what else has he done? He stole a roll of clinical waste bags from a local business. Mm, okay. Right, we've all done it. You, you peaked pretty early, but maybe it's a sandwich then. Maybe you're taking him on a journey. Maybe we've come bosh with the soiled nappies. We're coming down, luring us in with the waste bags. But then where are we going from here? He hid in a bin. Right. Okay. That's not a crime either. That's not a crime. It's not a crime, is it? If so I what crimes does he actually commit there? Bin, no one's arrested me. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. If he'd have hidden so in the bin first. That's amazing. And, and what, what did he say about these um, alleged crimes? Well, I haven't read the story, have I? I've read the headline. <laughs> I only read the I only read the David Bowie bit. Is it Bowie or Bowie? Who knows? Who Whatever you want it to be, mate. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can I can I mean I can click I can click on the link. Um, Abby Taylor. He's not Abby. Dennis. <laughs> He's not Abby about it, right? Oh, it just throws stuff at you, doesn't it? I hate the Daily Mail. Right. A uh, case was sent to Newcastle Crown Court for a next appearance. Oh, he's coming back. He's been rebooked on January the 16th. No pleas were entered. I'm not saying anything then. Um, accused of blah, blah, blah. Abby Taylor, who also appeared on the court list as Martin Tarling. There we go. Named Martin. Looks like a Martin. Is accused of a series of nine charges between uh, October 22 and November 23. The chair of the bench, John Lee, asked the defendant if she preferred to be addressed as Taylor. And the defendant agreed. It, it, it's it's less relevant. Taylor is accused of four counts of dumping bags of toxic materials, namely nappies. Adult toxic. Nappies. How ill is he? Um, containing human waste at nurseries on South Tyneside. That's pretty weird. The 46-year-old of Hay Market Walk, South Shields, to give his address out now, um, is also accused <laughs> of stealing a roll of clinical waste bags from a local nursery business, as well as hiding in a public bin with soiled nappies, smearing excrement on children's milk bowls. Why wasn't that in the headline? What a month! Oh, and there's a photo of him um, doing that at the camera, but it's pixelated. <laughs> yeah, it pixelated that bit. Out of court. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, on yeah, children's so it's been milk... escalated up to, um, up to the Crown Court because um, he's clearly a bit of a wrong one. Um, oh, do, do you know what? Okay, 
So you know on a website, like like on Dad's site or on any website, you can earmark a story mm. to a specific category. Yeah. Right? And then it says at the bottom, you know, like, I don't know, technology or Middle East news or whatever. Yeah. What do you reckon this one is? Oh, fuck it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Transgender issues. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> They're just stand, I don't, I don't standard transgender issues, mate. I don't think that's the issue. I, 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 and there's lots of other issues aside from that. So, what would be his his reason for doing this? Is he? Cause it, like, wait a minute. So he's George W. Bunkers or Georgina W. Bunkers. But there I must be some say. logic in his head. I imagine there's probably just a pissed monkey playing <laughs> fucking cymbals in his head. It's covered in shit. Covered in shit, smearing itself in shit. Chucking shit at the fucking walls of the zoo. Like I had a fr- friend when I was, you know, they say talk about, you know, when you go to the zoo, watch out for the gorillas because they'll throw the shit at you. I actually, that actually happened when I was a kid. Like, not to me, to Adam Britcher, who was a friend of mine, obviously, we we're kids, so we have to be friends. Uh, the posh kid, actually, he's got a load of money. Um, he actually, that, that one of the gorillas did throw shit out the thing and it hit him in the face, and that's a genuine story. Well, and then about a few years later, he saved me from drowning. In the swimming pool, um, not related. Well, he's a hero. He's a hero. He is. He's, he's a hero. He's but a good, he got, good lad. Got... Did you bring it up afterwards? Because I did. That. I would have. I would have done that. Trying to go out for a few beers. Don't get shit faced. Yeah. <laughs> try yeah. And sneak it in. Constantly. Don't let. Don't let me drown in my drink and don't get shit faced. Yeah, he's a good guy, but a lot of money. Um, I think he was a Freemason. Anyway, uh... I will. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my money? Right, there you go. That was great. I really enjoyed all of that from start yeah. to finish. Yeah. Um, Stephen Fry. Here we go. Everybody's Jewish. I mean, I'm an atheist, but I'm Jewish. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It does if you've got this roundabout way of thinking what Jewish actually means. Or, or oh, it's. I know. I mean, he's he's obviously got some skeletons in his closet. Didn't he try and gas himself to death in a garage once? I'm pretty sure he did. I don't know. I remember him disappearing. Yeah, he disappeared. Found yeah, in France. That's it. Yeah, he disappeared. I wonder what he was doing in France. Um, he's definitely got some uh, some skeletons in his closet. So Stephen Fry will highlight his Jewish identity in this year's Channel Four alternative Christmas message, and says that well, it's not alternative, is it? Because both of them are crypto Jews, and say that anti-Semitism has become the one acceptable form of racism. Now I've got a problem with that because Jew- being Jewish isn't a race. Obviously, being Semitic no, is a, is languages. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's not. Yeah. It's not a race. It's, it's not, not a race. race. It's a religion. So it's this just... is what I don't understand: why people say, you know, um, I, I'm, you know, I'm Jewish, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not religious. Well, then you you're not. You're not Jewish. Then you're just a regular guy. It's like exactly. me. I'm not a Christian. Or uh, well, you should be bloody Freemason. But, but I. So I'm. You know, I, I can't call myself a Christian because I don't. I'm not religious, so that doesn't make any sense. But you could be an atheist Christian if your mum, if your mum were um, identified as a Christian or your nan identified as a Christian, then you would just automatically be a Christian but an atheist Christian, according to this logic, Um, which isn't a logic, it's waffle. So he will say that I am surpri- it may surprise many people to learn that he's Jewish. He's not Jewish. However, he explored his Jewish roots in the BBC programme, Who Do You Think You Are? He's not Jewish. His maternal grandparents, Martin and Rosa Newman, um, 
immigrated from what is now Slovakia. So he's Ashkenazin, if anything, but he's not, obviously. So he's, his grandparents were Ashkenazin, which means that they weren't Semitic. So it has nothing to do with anti-Semitism, whether you take the hyphen out or not. So the convolution is amazing. So he's an atheist who says that he's Jewish atheist because his grandmother was an Ashkenazi Jew, but she that's because she chose to be an Ashkenazi Jew. Because, so if your grandmother or your mother says that they're Jewish, you're automatically Jewish. But, it's just, it's, but, but they come from a mass conversion in the 9th century. Exactly. So it's, 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 it's a choice that was made by people in the 9th century to go, yeah, actually, this is the faith we follow now. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. What's that got to do with Stephen fucking Fry? <laughs> it's just so awful. Um, so they can't get them themselves around the fact that, that Jewish is a faith and not a race and not even a, na- a, na- a nationality. It's not an ethno- ethno-nation. It's a faith. It's a religion. Yeah, and it always do. has been. And, and Semitic means a group of languages from the Middle East. Um, sorry, from, yeah, mostly Arabic. And the disgusting thing is the real people that can claim to be Semitic are mostly Palestinian and Arabs and Sephardic Jews. And again, Jews is the religion of these Sephardics. It's not the same thing. It's like British Christians. It's just so stupid. So he's come out and just completely just made himself look like an idiot. So he's a Jewish atheist. Um, so this woman says, Daisy Chattaska. She was on um, online and I was um, just looking at the comments on this. She says, for those who tell me to show, uh, tell who tell me to show my DNA ancestry test, do you know that even if I happen to have some Jewish ancestry, that doesn't make me Jewish because my mother is not Jewish. <laughs> It does. It doesn't. You're Jewish if you want to be Jewish. I, I can convert to Judaism. I know, and that's fine. Don't I can't convert to African This lady. I know. Do you know that even if I happen to have some Jewish ancestry, which means my mum, I mean that's, this doesn't make sense. Jewish ancestry in my DNA. There's no DNA for it. That doesn't make me Jewish because my mother is not Jewish. So the only thing that makes you Jewish is if your mother is Jewish and your grandmother is Jewish. Therefore, you definitely are Jewish. That's the only qualification. It's so just basically, so if ridiculous. I want to, if I want to convert to Judaism, but I can't be fucked to go through all the fucking hard work of having to learn the Torah and read certain bits and, and have that kind of thing going on, which you have to do, I'll just have to get my mum to do it. Yeah, and your I grandmother. Can, I can yeah. be it without the faff. Yes. Yeah. Automatically. Right. Yep. Yep. Mum. And also, it makes you. <laughs> Makes you Semitic as well, even if you've never been to the Middle East. And... Even though, yeah, I was born in Leamington Spa. <laughs> or in Brooklyn. Warwick, yeah. But, but whatever. Yeah, There's it's just a little bollocks. It's just bollocks and it's now. just so... I mean, I'm not getting away with it now, but it just made me laugh. So he's on there saying, it may surprise you that I'm Jewish. It may surprise you, Stephen, that you're not. No, it may surprise you, Stephen, that I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guess. That might surprise you. <laughs> Couldn't give a toss. Um... What I did see, if we're going to link back into, into you know, I guess the Middle East, which we kind of did in a way there, um, this made me laugh because <clears throat> they've been t- telling us the quiet part out loud on everything for a long time. You know, the mask, for one, you know, pun, slipped during Rona, really, and they just started telling us what was going on. Um, and so Israeli finance minister, Jesus, wept. Bezalel Smotrich, Smotrich, um, who's Netanyahu's finance minister, gave a speech the other, other day 
and on the podium is there and it's got Israel inside the shape of the greater Israel. Now, the greater Israel was a bloody conspiracy theory 25 minutes ago when people were saying that that's what the desired goal was, was to to have the greater Israel, which which completely takes, obviously, all of Palestinian land. It takes Jordan. It takes Lebanon. It takes a big chunk of Iraq up to the Euphrates, um, part of Saudi Arabia, and it takes a big chunk of Egypt across well, the whole of the Sinai Peninsula across to um, to the Nile. Right. Hence the two blue lines of the Israeli flag, one's the Nile, one's the Euphrates. Mm -hmm. Now, when you spoke about that, the fact that actually they ain't going to start stop with Gaza and the West Bank, they want more than that. They've already stolen the Golan Heights off of Syria. That's another part that they would have as part of the Great Israel. You were, you were, you know, called an anti-Hemite and all that sort of nonsense. Yet this dude stood there with the fucking map on the podium. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? They're coming out. It's, just, it's, it's insane, and people will still claim that it's it's you know that that isn't a desired goal of, of people like Netanyahu. It's like Netanyahu could walk out of the, the uh, out of the house with the murder weapon in his hand and blood all over him, and everyone would go off. You go, son, don't don't accuse him of it for goodness sake. That's wrong. Yeah. yeah, honestly, it's insane. Well, and so I saw that, and it did because I've got to a point now, Rich, now where I laugh at things. Yeah, yeah, but not like belly laugh, but just kind of like it's just oh man. It's like trying so to convince big. people in a cult that they're not in a cult, so it's pointless. I mean, um, if you look at the guys, go and do a do a bit of a Google. Look at the um, map of King Ramses, which is the Egyptian king, um, King Ramses the second. That's what they're trying to recreate because their religion is appropriated from mythologies from the Egyptian and Greek empires um that's what they've they've done they've just nicked their stories and changed some of the names um as we know and then that's all that's all religions do isn't it they're all the same yeah. anyway they're all the same. they all nick the same the same stories you break them down they all mm. tell the same stories they all talk about the same things they just give it different names absolutely yeah and then what they've done is taken some of those stories those pagan gods and given them to the christians and gone there you go you don't know you realize you're worshiping um pagan gods and laughing at them because obviously it was a Jewish yeah, Basically, it's Jewish part two. It's Jewish part 2.0. That's what the New Testament is. Um, so, but yeah, they're going to, my point was, um, but they're going to try to recreate the um, the kingdom of Ramses II. That's the whole point. And if you lay the maps over the top of each other, they're pretty much the same. And, and this is, I mean, CJB books, uh, Christopher, um, who I've interviewed a few times, he's, he's pointed this out in his work for a long time. And, it, to me, it makes total sense. So, and clearly, that's what they're doing. The Great Original Project is the new project for the new American century. It's the same thing. Yeah. And you know far more. They've about um, they've stuff, got RFK they? Junior on board, haven't they? Oh my God! Oh wow! Jeez, man! End, one... end, end the level boss cleaned him up big time. Do you know what's funny though is is the 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 justification and the lies and the bullshit. He's got so ridiculous now. So like the other day, did you see that one where um, these IF soldiers, um, snipers, they took out those two women outside the Catholic church as they were trying to cross to go and have a, to go to the toilet, I think, mm -hmm. uh, like an outside toilet thing. They just shot the pair of them. Yeah, it was a grandmother and, and so a mother, a, and I think a, their daughter went out to make sure she was OK or something. Apparently, people in the West care when Christians get shot. Not so bothered when the Arabs get shot, but whatever. Uh, um, and so and then you had this. Let me find her name. Fleur Hassan Nalhoun, um, 
who is the deputy mayor of Jerusalem, she appeared on LBC, right, where she said that it can't be true, even though the IDF actually hasn't denied it. It, it can't be true because there's no churches in Gaza. And you're like, what an absurd lie. It's it. You can literally go on Google Maps and it's like, there they are. They, you, 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 they bombed a Baptist church just a few weeks ago and there was footage of it. But just to have that brass neck, it's like it's like fucking the lyrics to that Shaggy song where he says how she came in and, and saw them at it, but he still says it wasn't me. I mean, imagine having the brass neck to lie at that point. That's basically what she's done. She's basically Shaggy at that point. It wasn't me. I was watching you do it. It's the same thing. There's no churches there, so it can't be true. <laughs> There's one. There's another one. There's one you bombed a few weeks back. Just, I mean, if you're going to lie, lie well. And I swear they used to lie better than they do at the minute. Well, you've got a bunch of idiots lying for them. That's, that's the issue that they've come up with. So they, it's just deny, 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 deny. Never, ever. I mean, you're never going to get them to. Yeah. You're never going to get them to, to admit it. And why would they, really? Because you're only going to throw themselves in it. So you've got to kind of forget that and say that that's the automatic response you're going to get. A bunch of lies. It doesn't change anything. Of course, that's exactly what they're, they're going to do. Um, but, yeah, it's yeah. it's insane, isn't it? Um, totally insane. These people have lost the plot, but also they've, they're losing the war massively. And they've lost the public they're, uh, months they've ago. Lo- they're losing the war of public opinion. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, and it's only going to get worse for them. They can never go back in either. They can never go back into what they were before and play play victims. And I'm not talking about the Jewish people, which is a faith. We're talking about the Israeli Zionist government. Um, I mean, if you look into JFK, everybody knows, go and have a look at Habad Lubavitch, and you can see that the fact that he's very much controlled by Habad Lubavitch. He's even standing in front of a picture of their messiah with um, Boatech um, shaking his hand, who's controlling him at the moment. They've got something on him. He's going to turn up on that list in the in the uh, Epstein in the new list. year. The Epstein list. They, well, they'll, they'll give us the low lying fruit, won't they? On that list, the ones that are dispensable, the ones that are dead already, probably, yeah. and uh, and the ones that are the real players and the real game changers, they they, they won't be on. They've already said there's three names that that won't be named. Oh, okay. I want to know who they are. Why would you say that? Oh, the three names. Maybe that's cabalistic kind of. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Maybe that's kind of like a bit of a code. But look into that lately. I mean, um, JFK even he was giving a uh, speech not that long ago, and he was talking about six thousand, six hundred thousand um, people um, lived in Palestine, which was then when Israel was created. Six hundred thousand went across, and it, it's six hundred thousand is a code word for the uh, Palestinians' points of light. Not sorry, the Israeli points of light. These effervescent souls. So six thousand. 600,000, sorry, 600,000 people, Israelites, left um, in the Exodus, apparently. 600,000 Jews were taken back to Israel. And there's 600,000 words in the Torah. This whole thing about 600,000 souls. And he repeats this stuff. So he's definitely part of this Kabbalistic um, cult, unfortunately. You've frozen. His... um... His father was apparently killed by Sahan Sahan, who was a Palestinian, and he went and met him, and he came out saying that he doesn't believe that he killed him. All right, well, who killed him then? Well, maybe he knows who killed him, and that's why he's playing the game. Well, you JFK don't want to go the same was, way. JFK was uh, very well known to be um, connected to Habad Lubavitch, and all of them were. This, this, is, this is a cult out of Brooklyn that comes from Poland that is a, mes- a messianic, 
messianic cult that believe the Lurianic Kabbalah. And it's just been around for a long time. If you look at that, who's that actor, that maniac actor from Brooklyn that keeps going on about Israel? Oh, God, the one who's, who's got horrendous skin. Yes. He's... And was pushing the jab massively. That's it. Can't remember his yeah. name either. But he, again, Habad Lubavitch, he's from Brooklyn. It's a Brooklyn. They're based in Brooklyn at the moment. Um, but they're all over the world. But that that is the messianic cult. And unfortunately, JFK, uh, JFK, Robert Kennedy, is controlled by them now. I'm not saying he always was, but he definitely is now. Yeah. Buggers. Oh, people people get sucked in by politicians. They always disappoint you in the end because they wouldn't be there if they weren't wrong ones in one way or another. Um, James cleverly, right? Um, Christmas message. It's 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 not quite you know the John Lewis advert or the MNS advert for Christmas, but the UK government via James cleverly, who I think is now the Home Secretary, isn't it? I don't know if people have seen it, but it's basically a video. Um, about Christmas and the Christmas markets and shopping, late night shopping and Christmas and blah, 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 blah. And what it basically is, is this is how you don't get bombed at, at Christmas. It is basically, it's an anti-terror um, message. But when you break down, you know, it's about, you know, being vigilant, looking out for this, doing this, doing that. It's just saying to Christmas shoppers, like, not, not, Here's here's some really really good advice in terms of getting some really good deals and maybe some discounts and maybe some voucher codes for very.com. Instead, it's try not to get blown up <laughs> while you're shopping. And here's a couple of tips. Here's a couple of tips so not to lose a limb <laughs> while having you know some mulled wine. It's bonkers, isn't it? So is it about is it about fear-mongering that you'll get blown up almost certainly yeah. yeah but yeah but there are some freaking lunatics out there not everything is a is although it depends how you define false flag for me i consider false flags um when someone is allowed to do something i consider that in the same way as it being done by someone else yeah you know you don't if you've got a series of lunatics you don't necessarily have to um um do anything you can just allow them to do it um, and there are lunatics out there, like I think I've told you before, how I met one guy when I was PT and, and he, he was fucking, uh, he was an extremist and he was in my ear about stuff and it was, it was actually quite bizarre. And in the end, you know, I remember thinking to myself and if he blew something up, I wouldn't be bloody surprised. He yeah. was completely insane. So there are, they do exist, but, but yeah, just this, this putting this out there of, you know, look after yourself at Christmas. It's, it's just like, oh, mate, is that is that what the country's come to now, is it then? Well, is that what we've got to do? Have I got, have I got to look over my shoulder now? Well, apparently. But what would you be looking over your shoulder for? Because I think automatically we'd all be going, they've put that out in the public mind that you would be going Islam, Muslims. Well, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. So there's that, absolutely. And there's also, you know, how often do they, they tell you beforehand? They lay the groundwork. Yeah. So they they seed plant it in the mind so that when something happens, there's no great surprise. Well, you know, they, they told us it was coming. They made a video warning us. Yeah, and you were shopping at the time, so you were warned. It's, it's bonkers, isn't it? Like, I just looked at that, and I, I remember I went to Winchester. I love Winchester. It's a really nice, posh town, city. It's the original capital of England, I think. It was, right. it was the capital of the Kingdom of Wessex. Anyway, um, 
my wife's sister went to uni there so we went to winchester i hadn't been there for for a good probably a decade and we went there for her graduation and we were in town and there were all these anti-terror concrete bollards all just all across the center of the town and it was like for fuck's sake like what is going on this was like this beautiful old um city and now it's just got concrete shit everywhere so that you know vans and stuff can't come into pedestrian areas and run over kids it's just we've lost we've lost our minds somewhere yeah well we've been pushed into it gaslit into it aren't we um i know it's it's insane isn't it i didn't know about him Brian, that but we can see the see the kind of thing behind it and that's the issue i had about all this kind of anti-islam stuff it's obviously clearly to foster fear and people hate of that part of the world the palestinians it's it's, it's quite clear oh absolutely yeah. yeah um you but don't worry we can always just disappear off into space um researchers offer advice on how to have gay sex in space um there's an interview with aiden messi shedrowski giving advice as to how's best to do it that's it up in the senate and at, and it's out of this world apparently same-sex couples are more likely to have the same centres of gravity. <laughs> same, mate. I don't. What does that even mean? Well, this is the Doctor Alexander Leidendecker, which is same, same thing. Um, at least according to NASA, which yeah, bunch of Nazis. The bunch of Nazis say when the first married couple, both NASA astronauts, flew into orbit together in 1992, the media became obsessed with whether they'd be the first couple to have sex in space. I don't remember this, but I was 12. So um, the event launched a minor scandal for the space agency, along with plenty of fodder for newspapers and magazines. Throughout the years, the agency has denied multiple times that any sex has ever occurred in space. Um, imagine having to deny that. Who uh, gives a shit? I don't. I don't. just made me laugh. Where What practically everyone involved failed to appreciate, you failed to appreciate that, though, was the fact that even before the couple launched on their mission, um, 277 astronauts had already flown into space. And they could have been having sex with each other up there that entire time, the whole time. You, what do you mean? You not? You didn't get any pictures of the moon. What? What I, were you doing? I don't understand what, why it's a problem though. I mean, I understand if you're if there's 170 of you or 270, well, you're doing it all the time. You know, get some <laughs> get some work done, son. I'm not. It's not what I'm paying you for. It's but, not the Senate. But if you've got a couple up there in space, yeah, if they want. Do you mean? I think it's. What's the matter? If there's no one else around, it's not like it's an indecent expo. There's not many people are going to be looking in the window. <laughs> it's aliens, gang. You filthy mares. Well, it's funny, isn't it? Like that was like that's a, that was a mini scandal. <laughs> Given all the stuff that goes yeah. on, that's a scandal. I hope you washed your helmet. Fucking hell! Stop the press. <laughs> Was a rat married couple both being astronauts? So I suppose they were astronauts. Then they got married. That makes sense. I suppose you'd, you'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd <laughs> think it was that way round. They met online, like uh, yeah, like a dating app for astronauts. But some of those people are at that like international space station. They're supposed to be there for like a year and months on end and stuff, aren't they? Yeah. You, you know, they'd be riding a space opera if you weren't allowed to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have a space wank. After all, why not? <laughs> What, what happens to the fluids, though? 
I know you got. Well, you have a little like um, Tupperware box stuck to the ceiling, floating about. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Mess. That's been a, that's about three weeks old. Mess. I don't know. You'd have to have like a Hoover thing, at, like on top of the spaceship that would s- suck it up and out into space, and that's how humans came to Earth. That was it. Someone was having a space wank in a spaceship. And they had a little hoover thing. They sucked the sperm out. And then panspermia is just that spreading out through the universe. And Big we bang. were all the... Res- <laughs> oh, we solved it. All of these idiots, all they need to do is a podcast. They... they. If that wasn't the... He- if Big Bang Theory wasn't the headline when those two were shagging in space, then someone needs firing. <laughs> Absolutely, that would be a great one. So I'll just read a little bit more of that because it's extraordinary. There's been no shortage of articles, podcasts, TV shows and movies depicting space sex. I actually use the words. Think James Bond in Moonraker, sounds painful, or 2016's Passengers. Get on me back. And that makes sense. It's a fascinating and steamy topic and a key expression of the universal experience of pleasure. Plus, with the rise of the 21st century space race and conversations about colonising Mars, Mr Musk, and the moon being taken more seriously, the topic of extraterrestrial reproduction in particular is more geopolitical, rele- geopolitically relevant than ever. Despite all that, gay space sex remains a huge blind spot. It's because it's behind you, mate. Um, if we treat the idea of SpaceX in as an inevitability, just get over it's it. Happen, it's going to happen, mate. It's going to happen. It's going to happen to all of us eventually. We need to treat queer SpaceX the same way. I don't understand why this is... Where is this printed? Why is this a story? Who cares? I don't, I don't understand. There's things going on which are important in the world, and this isn't one of them. Well. This isn't news. <laughs> Whether Aiden gets ploughed in space or not is not news. You've got enough problems coming on that. We're down here in the Senate, wondering about up there in the rockets. In fact, it's ridiculous that we haven't done so already. Gareth, it's ridiculous you haven't looked into this already. It is ridiculous that we haven't had a conversation about two grown adults having sex in space before. Gay men. Um, Men have been going up into space together since 1964, when the Soviet Union launched the first multi-crewed spacecraft. There's no reason these dudes couldn't have, have couldn't have been bombing in orbit. <coughs> oh, boning in orbit. Is that what it says? Boning. <laughs> I think that was a Daily Mail. I'm not 100 percent sure where I got that from. Um, I mean, they're meant to be working. For one, if I was funding the space program, I'd be like, look, you, if you want to, fine. But on your own just, time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Get some work done first, please. Yeah. And then, you know, once you're done and you're chilling out and you're on your time, then by all means, you know, yeah. uh, give him hell. But um, at least like do a, go a couple of times around Uranus before you um, you go at it. It's yeah. But I mean, you know, good luck to him if you want to do that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and why it's news. On, move it on. Um. This is my final one. This one was, was quite odd. I got sent this by Charlotte, the Baroness of Burnley, saying, like, what the fuck? So it's a Welsh government advert, right? And it, it, it's it's basically listing, basically saying you're welcome, you know, refugees welcome to Wales. And then it goes on to tell them 
you know how they can apply for this and how they can get a grant for this and how they can get this so basically like in short it basically says come to wales please um you're more than welcome to come and here's how you can claim benefits um and get a house and stuff like that which is very odd that you're trying to push that but i suppose this is fucking wales um which is pretty woke these days but what makes that even weirder than that bearing in mind we're supposed to be cutting down on immigration because you know we're an island um is that it's all schoolgirls oh. in their school uniform oh. there's no boys there really? there's no adults there it's just schoolgirls telling people how that they can move to this country and claim benefits i don't know what the message is it's all pretty weird to me i don't understand like you I, know i think we do why? understand we just don't want to like it's very odd it's just like i was watching it just like but why because it's in the same way you put a how do i put this um a an attractive a, a very fit looking man if in a, a boxing ring if you're trying to sell like trainers or you're trying to sell like gym equipment they're trying to sell this country as a place where these people can come and maybe find something that they shouldn't be finding well that's the that's the the message it gives off that's definitely you know if so, and the thing is you know wales is fucking weird and drakeford's a fucking knobhead but um the fact that if i was there and someone said right this is what i've got as, a, as an idea because there won't just be one person in the government marketing department like there'll be like a bunch of them this is what i'm thinking even if it came from a place of complete innocence and it was just you know you would you go you know with with you know rochdale and Rotherham and Telford and you know fucking list is endless. Vatican. Oh, just for the sake of not poking the bear and not stoking up tensions, I probably, I'd probably make them a few years older and I'd stick a couple of lads in there as well. What do you reckon? Yeah. Okay. If you can reshoot that tomorrow, that'd be great. <laughs> can we change the whole idea, please? Someone would point it out. You'd hope so. You know, and you go, okay, well, there's, there's people in certain areas of Wales, very impoverished areas, particularly old mining communities down in the valleys, right, where they've not got a pot to piss in. And we're putting an advert out there with kids, female kids, telling people how to come and claim benefits. I don't think the optics look great, really. They don't. They, they don't, do they? It's, it's gross, really, when you look at it that way. It is I've gross, seen yeah. it, and I, I mean, I obviously clocked that that was the weird but then until you've just mentioned it and we spoke for it i didn't actually realize how even like that was weird that is like that is really really fucking sinister yeah it's it's fucking strange you you would be looking at that i i look at that as this is trolling that you're literally trolling your own people with this because what you've done is you've, you've you know that there's a portion of your population that are very much wanting to cut down on immigration because it is bonkers and they're also very concerned about the wokest government and of, of wales the welsh assembly and how actually you know there are genuine concerns about grooming gangs and x y and z mm. so what they've done is they've gone oh there is a portion of our society probably a large portion i would say that are concerned about these things they'll love this <laughs> put that out hey it's trolling it's hey. trolling if i was welsh i'd be watching that going you are taking the yeah, yeah, you're trying to wind us up. 
Yeah. Yeah, John wind me up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's absolutely gross. Which it they is. might well be doing, Rich. Yeah. Because this is all about divide and conquer, isn't it? It is what it's all about in inciting um, the natives. It's east to, versus west. To, you know, yeah, it, 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 of course it is. They, they want people fighting. And that's why I was disappointed, like, with, with some of the people from the alternative media. Um, mostly because they were falling into this east versus, versus west trap of... I completely agree. The opening of the borders and obviously the the change, if you go to somewhere you should respect their coming over here and you should respect our ways of living. I absolutely agree with that. And that's one level of it. But the other level of it is fostering a massive divide between the two and um, eventually creating an East versus West mutually destructive war. And that's World yeah. War Three, And that's what's happening. And, and not knowing that's when you need to sort of understand the levels of different things or what part am I playing in this. And I would yeah. include people like Toby Robinson in that, gaslighting that sort of thing. Um, absolutely. He knows full well um, that these uh, grooming gangs are largely Pakistani, not Muslim. He knows that, obviously. And um, that needs to be highlighted. It really does. And if we're going to be truthful for what we're actually standing for, is that that is part of the game. And um, that disappointed me because that was quite clear and obvious. Yeah. But they, they, they get certain things on, on one level and then on others they don't. And it's the, I hear it all the time, you know, oh, God, they, they saw through COVID. But it's like, yeah, maybe fucking Stevie Wonder saw through COVID, for fuck's sake. Mm. He was so obvious. Like, that's not a badge of honour. I, I don't think that no. seeing through COVID means that you're enlightened or awake or bright in any way whatsoever. The fact that you didn't see through it is fucking baffling. <laughs> but I, the, you know, I don't, I don't see that as meaning that oh, you know, no. that, that you were in any way particularly special or understanding of it. Yeah, but that's why they get pushed to the front because they only take you to a very, very shallow level of it. It's the east versus west. That's what the war that they want, and they, that's mutually destructive. Um, for Israel, yeah. Israel's pulling the the strings of that, and Zionist Israel is pulling the strings, and then even they, the people with Ashkenazi, they're going to get trampled over eventually, because they don't. They're all getting used at a certain level. We're all getting used against each other. That's how it works. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. And the the Pfizer test lab, Israel was a prime example of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, <clears throat> but this was sorted, and I think this is probably how long we got. We're going five minutes. Blair to meet Netanyahu to discuss potential ceasefire with Hamas. Now, I'm not, like, the most sort of understanding of a, a political geopolitics getting better, but um, I wouldn't send a uh, guy that's committed mass genocide in the Middle East to have a chat with a guy that's committing mass genocide in the Middle East to talk about a ceasefire. I don't know. He's, I mean, he's, what's your he's thoughts? Also, he's also not a politician. <laughs> he's not a member of parliament. He's he's not in government. No. He is a member of a political party that anyone can be by paying a bloody you know subscription. Um, the Labour Party, which is part, the not the party in power. No, but they are. Though, so I don't understand why, why it's relevant at, that he's there. Well, you look at it for the very top. That makes an, another mockery of the fact that it even counts. Who's in? Yeah, because it's the same oh, thing. Of course it doesn't. Tony Blair will reportedly meet the Israeli's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, that's not actually his real surname, um, to discuss no. the ongoing war in Gaza 
a minister has revealed. The former Prime Minister, 70, fucking hell, is part of the ongoing effort to ensure that the UK's concerns over how Israel is conducting its ground offences in Gaza Strip are well ventilated. What does well ventilated mean? It sounds like getting rid of stuff. Andrew Mitchell, the Minister of Development and Africa, he's developed Africa, said in the Commons on Tuesday, there have been regular discussions between our Prime Minister and Prime Minister Netanyahu, he told MPs, following a question from Slough's PM about whether the UK has been working to get Israel and Hamas to agree to a ceasefire. Now, we know that Hamas is probably funded and by... Um, Israel. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they don't want to ceasefire because that's the whole point. Um, but sending Blair over there is almost again trolling. He's trolling. We they, they trolled with Blair all the time. We, 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 he killed a, mer, a million Iraqis and they made him Middle Eastern peace envoy. That's trolling. Yeah, of course he is. They're taking trolling. the piss. He, yeah. In the same way, making Saudi Arabia the 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 head of of the UN Women's Rights Council. It's trolling. Complete trolling. That's the they're little. At us. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, they're not laughing at people like me and you because we get it, but they're laughing at people who don't look into any of these things. Um, but the people like me and you and many, many thousands of others, hundreds of thousands of others who get it are such a minority at the moment that that um that they are laughing at everybody, and then that's just a numbers yeah. game. But I mean, that is so blatant, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Okay, that's that's the uh, the Blair one. Uh, I think we're kind of done, really. I think we're done. I think, think it's just done. time to um, to put some stuff out on the um, on the close era. Go on, um, so if you head over to SupremeCBD.uk, use the code WTAF, and you get forty percent off everything. Have a bloody gorgeous Christmas, everyone. Mm, have a nice Saturnalia, and we will see you over the other side of the moon. That's not symbology. We'll see you on the other side. On the other, on the flip. See you later, guys. Thank you for all your support, and we'll speak to you in a week's time. Take care. Goodbye. Take care, everyone. See ya.